right, ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to episode 52 of the Game Train podcast. My name is Carl Smith. I've got Kellen Davison with me here as always. Hello, I'm on the mic. I knew he was there somewhere. Um, and it's a it's a big episode. We had the Game Awards. We've got Smash. The Smash is finally out. I feel like Kellen's been waiting for this for half the year. It's nice. This this is your Red Dead Redemption, I feel like, because now you don't have to say this in your hype train. Smash Dead Redemption. Well, um, there's lots there's lots to talk about. So let's just jump right in here and go into the news. All right, some quick bits of news before we get into the uh, nitty gritty Game Awards stuff. One that I was quite impressed with is uh, Xbox and then Microsoft saying that they are giving free reign and budget to all the newly acquired studios. This is this is Xbox's all in right here. Yeah, that is nuts. They're just like pulling no more punches. They are done. They're like, this is it. We need to do something and we need to yeah, go all in and see what happens. Pretty, pretty crazy. I'm um, also speaking of Xbox Sunset Overdrive is available on PC now, which is pretty random, but cool. It's exciting for people that want to try that game. Yeah, finally, like it's it's the first place you can play it outside of Xbox at all. So that's a lot of fun. I think this is part of like a big thing of Microsoft really trying to show off the fact that PC is part of their whole community. So I think we're going to see this a little bit more soon. Like I kind of am expecting a lot of halo games soon like if if all else fails they'll just throw it all on pc and say we'll put it all on it's like put it all on black let's go we're pc yep. now yeah they're, they're just pushing all in on that poker table yeah exactly um i don't know if you guys have heard this but uh, red dead online have said that they're most likely not going to reset all your stuff on the beta but still not 100 percent, more like 90 percent. so if anyone is still smashing that game instead of playing smash um sort of rest assured you'll be fine i don't know i'm still a bit worried yeah if they reset my stuff i think i'm done with yeah. that game if mm-hmm. they don't then i'll just jump in periodically whenever there's cool stuff going on or a bunch of mates but if my stuff gets reset now because it's such a sort of slow build to it they did yep. give everyone 250 dollars which is quite a nice bit of money in that game and 15 gold bars so if you That's were playing nice. in the first was that the first week i think it is something like that yeah, if you had been playing Red Dead Online for the first week, jump on for your free stuff. That's really cool. Another random bit of news was that Below is finally coming out, which is tomorrow from the day we're recording this. We're recording on December 13th, so it's coming out on the 14th. Uh, and that's a game that they've been sort of talking about since E3 2013. It looks really cool. I don't know if any of you still care or remember what this game is, but it looks like a roguelike uh I wouldn't, is it like 16-bit sort of as well? It's top-down, you're exploring caves, and it's really like atmospheric. I don't know how to explain it, but it looks it looks awesome, and it still looks awesome. The graphics have had a bit of a uh, overhaul since it was first shown. It's like really crisp and looks really lovely. The sound design looks amazing. I'm excited, but we'll see what happens. It was really weird. They didn't do big announcement at the game awards for it was it was something that people were kind of expecting they kind of snuck it in there before the game awards so makes me a little bit worried like are they nervous or you know don't they think it's a cool enough thing who knows anyway uh that's kind of the oh yeah i i gotta mention 
Bethesda support leaked uh, Fallout 76 customers' names, addresses, and numbers just last week. And after the, um, I don't know if we'd recorded since, but after that uh, canvas bag and nylon bag debacle as well, and their actual game, I just don't know what to do with these guys now. What? They're just... Wow. Yeah, sorry, sorry, come but, on, guys. Sorry, Bethesda. You can come back from this. Don't worry, you can still come back. They haven't gone fully Xbox. They haven't back. gone full EA here. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's oh, it's pretty rough. But it's, it's one product. Man, it's I not just... like multiple products as, as this has happened to. So we'll see. We'll... That's true, but it's one hell of a... like I was I was shopping yesterday for Christmas presents, and there was all this super cool. Uh, fallout sort of loot and like hats and toys and collectibles and I wouldn't touch any of it because I was too embarrassed to display it in my home. Oh, wow. It feels like like I used to love all the Fallout stuff. I know, stuff, what, but I now know even, what I'm like... sending you for Christmas. <laughs> A new Fallout 76 hat. Yep, and if you don't wear it to every oh, gig from goodness. now on, I'll disown you as a friend. Oh my goodness. I'll wear it backwards like a cool <laughs> dude. I'll, I'll write the word soldier on top yep. of it. Um, we should jump into the the game awards itself. There's a lot to talk about, so we're just gonna, you know, smash through it and have a chat because if not, this would go as long as the game awards did. Uh, there was a lot of cool awards, like the actual awards themselves. I was really happy with uh, who got everything. Mostly, I think. How did you feel? I think uh, I think God of War deserved a little more credit than what it got. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah, slightly. Um, yeah. It was tough on some of them, like okay. Best Actor, which Red Dead took, like, between that and God of War, because um, Christopher Judge's um, uh, portrayal of Kratos was friggin' awesome. It was, but emotively, like, with, with the actual acting and stuff and the the arc, I don't know, I would have given it to Dutch, whoever yeah, did Yeah, yeah, he, he did a great... You know what I mean? Great friggin' acting him. Oh, just wonderful. But, like, I think... Um, Arthur, geez, I wish I had a better. I was rushing so fast, and I haven't come through and cleaned up these yeah. notes because I was just trying to keep up with the show. I've got Arthur guy written cool. on the worst dude. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I'm happy with him getting it because it was a really nice, you know, performance. He he really did like the angry stuff and the emotional stuff really well, and how he spoke to different characters and. I, I think he did a, a beautiful performance. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. Uh, also, the the musical acts that they had there at the Game Awards was pretty cool. Oh, right. That Red Dead Redemption 2 medley was just incredible. That was like Grammy Awards sort of performance type stuff right yeah, there. Yeah, it was really nice. I was very impressed but with it. The amount of yeah. awards that Red Dead took that night was just ridiculous. I thought they were going to take Game of the Year, and then God of War got it. I'm like, oh... Yeah, like swiped from underneath there. I was like, nice, well done. Yeah. Although I am I am quite happy with how that went, like because I think God of War really deserved game of the year. It was just like a nice, it's a game that you can jump in, blow your mind, play through it, and jump straight out. Kind of whatever type of yeah, game. Also got, you are. Uh, best game the, direction think, as well, didn't it? Yeah, which yeah. goodness. If it, it if it didn't, I would have said oh, Rob oh there because Game of the Year could have gone either way, but um, game direction yeah. I think goes to God of War just the way that they they did that. Yeah, the no cuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah just 
beautifully done yeah and and just yeah the whole thing just the the no cuts and how the scenes went from like action to calm to dark to bright to like you know changing the mood all through no cuts it was like nothing and uh, apart from the uh, awards themselves there was a bunch of announcements too which is kind of fun yes there was a lot of announcements i mean they did say oh, there was going to be a lot to go over the biggest was... one first joker of from course. persona 5 is coming to smash brothers the dlc fighter i wonder what he yep. i wonder what he's paying at the local tab has been the next fighter announced <laughs> To, it would have oh, had to man. have been like a thousand to one or something like gee whiz yeah right there's just no way like joker i would never have guessed that and i'm so glad someone's come on that no one just it, no one if it had been like banjo kazooie like... or whatever everyone would be like oh yeah okay but because it was joker everyone's like what wait what huh yeah like no, I, I was watching that trailer, just like all their other trailers, but they keep getting us. Hey, like you're watching it going like, oh, I wonder what Persona 5 yeah. thing this is. Well, is it DLC? Is it, you know, coming to something yeah. else? Is it coming to Switch? And then it's, oh, no, just mm -hmm. didn't see that coming. Uh, that was really Rage cool. 2 got a release date, which was pretty, pretty cool. May 14, 2019. So for those that are excited yes. for Bethesda's next yes. title, hopefully it won't be a dumpster fire like Fallout 76 was. I I hope not. I really loved Rage 1. I think Rage 2 is going to rock. It's going to be interesting with the um, also a new, it was kind of leaked, but the newly announced uh, Far mm. Cry New Dawn, which is February 15, seems very similar in yes. premise. It's, to it's Rage almost 2. like Far Cry 5.5, like, this New Dawn. So it's set in the same, I think, even area as uh five was set in so i assume they're doing what primal did with four in terms of using the same map yep. but changing it up yeah, because yeah it's, absolutely because it's Which been like hit by a nuclear blast and all this now so things are a bit different there uh yeah it should be interesting to see how they go uh head to head yeah they're both like post-apocalyptic but both like um neon colored crazy fun people it just seems mm -hmm. very similar. Uh, also, uh, I know but, you'd be happy about this because you've got this see. little dragon tattooed on your arm. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 has been announced. Yeah. And it's, com and it's coming out really I'm soon, so April excited. 23rd. Like five I know, months right? time? What? That's crazy. I mean, they must have been working Injustice. on it ever since. Yeah. Injustice too. But uh, I, I don't know. Like, So they've told us nothing. It's just a mm -hmm. CGI trailer with evil raiden fighting yep. two scorpions one being the old school one which made me kind of yep. lose my mind just quietly that was so exciting but so yeah so no nothing that we've seen that can tell us what it, what they're adding and what they're doing and i really wonder what it is because mortal kombat 9 was already amazing and then 10 was like so good and their story mode was actually one of the best story modes in a fighting game so they're actually the yeah. Nether Realm Studios. They're so good at telling stories yeah. in a fighting game. So I'm kind of excited for what they do with this because the last Mortal Kombat was like a huge sum up of all no, the Mortal Kombat. Uh, that before, was wasn't uh, it? nine. Was yeah, that ten? ten was, was nine. A, uh, the next part of the story. Jeez, mm -hmm. they all joined together in my brain now. They both did look quite similar to me. But um, yeah, yeah, well, I'm excited to see what happens on this one. There was also. Crash Team Racing, which I was kind of excited about. Yeah, but then I found out it was just a lot a of excited people so out there. I'm, I'm not one of those excited people. I was quite let down. I'm just like, 
you know what? I'd, I'd just stick with Mario Kart. Sorry, I'm just not keen on that at all. Yeah, I mean, I'll play it, and if it blows my mind, hooray, but I'm not going in expecting much. It's just yeah, Mario Kart, man. These guys are just, like, untouchable. And I, I think the only way to make me sort of kind of interested and more excited is to say we're doing an all-new one with, like, new mechanics yep. and some new sneaky races, yep. all new levels, you know, like a new exactly. fun kart racer. But remaking an old one, I don't know if there's space for that in the market, but I guess the nostalgia will work for a bit. Um, what else was there? There was... There yeah, was um, but there was also the uh, the Switch exclusive um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Yeah, that looks kind of cool, but I feel like they just chucked a 3 on there so they could say Squitch... Squitch. Switch exclusive? Squitch. Squitch. Yeah, that's the waterproof version. Yeah, true. You don't have a Squitch? You can play it in a yep. bath. Mm, no. Um, Splatoon no. comes free on it. Um, Anyway. Yeah. yeah, I don't... I think they just added the 3 there. You know, it's just a... Is that the mobile game? I feel like the first two. And then they're like, oh, put a three on there. Mm, now no, it's no, they're exclusive. on PlayStation. Oh, are they? Oh, nice. All right. I'll have to check them out more. Uh, what else? Obsidian announced their new game, which looks really cool. The Outer Worlds. Yes. Yep. I'm, I'm quite hyped for that, actually. Yeah. From the creators of Fallout and from the developers of Fallout New Vegas. So all the really good ones. And then there's an old guy that looks like Rick Sanchez in space doing weird stuff. It's it looks yep. it looks like a really updated, clean version of that Fallout engine when you see the in-game stuff, mm-hmm. but with way better sort of facial animations. They sort of clicked through a bunch of different people that looked like they were created with a you know character creation, which could be similar but cleaner. It, it's like a it's all it's. I don't know, it looks like Fallout, but in space, like a Wild West in space kind of thing. So a little bit like that New Vegas vibe. Uh, also, they announced a game called Journey to the Savage Planet, which I thought looked really cool because it looks like huge and like lots of exploring. And they specifically said it's not survival and not Battle Royale. It's a big adventure game. You solve the mystery of the Savage Planet. It's a huge, strange alien world adventure game. So... That seems really cool. I, I really like that now it's almost like a selling point to say, oh, yeah, this is not a survival game and not a battle royale. So I'm. I like I'm, survival games. You do. You do. Yes. I, I, like, I like knowing it's a survival game when I go into it. So I guess I also like knowing it's not one, just so my brain's ready. <laughs> okay. I don't like being tricked with, yep. like, ta da, this is a survival game. Thanks for your $100. Um, all right. But. Man, like I said, there's so much to talk about there. Uh, best VR game, Astrobot. I had to throw that in there. That was really cool. Forza 4-1. Oh, and best family game, Overcooked 2, beat Mario Party. Well Yeah. Done. Whoa. Well okay, done. yeah, that was big. Yeah. Yep. So um, those are, oh, yeah, and we have to do shout out to best indie game to Celeste. I was very happy with that. Very, very happy. Yeah. They really deserve that. But Dead Cells didn't miss out. They got best action game. So... Yeah, that all in the big old ball of happiness is the news. All right, let's jump really quickly into the Full Out Award for this month. Uh, it's, it's a quick one. Let's see. Games with Gold for the Xbox. They have Race the Sun, which is kind of like 
a really weird, no textured mobile forever running flying game, which I, I had a go of. I played for a while to try and see what it was about and I, I didn't enjoy it. The mechanics feel really rough. It looks like it was made at a year 12 game making assignment. I don't know. It looks kind of, I mean, I can't make a game, but uh, Dragon Age 2 is there, which is kind of arguably the worst Dragon Age, but still a fun game. Cube 2 and Never Alone, don't know what they were, didn't pay much attention. So that's me being honest. PlayStation Plus had Soma, which was made by the guys that did Amnesia. So it's like a scary mm -hmm. first-person type thing, but it's uh, underwater in like a submarine-y setting. Uh, apparently that's really cool. I've downloaded it because I really want to give it a go. Also, there's Onrush, which I think is a perfect game to be on PlayStation Plus or Games with Gold because that was made by Codemasters, you know, dudes that did like, I think they did Colin McRae. Yeah. Okay, yeah. The old school ones. And it's like, it's just a silly sort of burnout, run around, bash cars up and, you know, try. there's no like simmy stuff. It's very arcade racer and fun and silly, but I wouldn't have paid for it. But it's like, it's fun to just sort of jump in and play. Kind of like Pacific Rift, I think, the okay. old school PlayStation game. So that's a lot of fun. And that really suits sort of, being on a free service also stains gate which i've heard a lot about which is kind of like an anime visual novel and that's for their ps3 there was other games i totally ignored them because that's how we roll i'm only talking about the ones that made me interested because that's how you okay. win this award you got to interest me um and then nintendo online had ninja gaiden a classic one of the best games uh, ever made Lobo. yeah it's it's hasn't aged the best i had a go today I don't, Very tricky. I don't, I don't care. 10 year old Callan absolutely loved that game. Really? Yes. Because five year old Carl I had one, was like, I had part one and two of that. Was. Oh, did you? Yes. I played that with Degs, and I just remember like always going, like, Can we play Mario 3 now? This is so hard. Yes. And I don't know how to climb. You stick to the walls like glue, like a fly. I think, I but think it was your mate Ben Lancaster finished it. Really? Yeah. He got he got right to the end. On old school without save states. Yep. That guy deserves so much more respect now. What? Yep. Yep. Ninja not Gaiden? even joking. I, I lent what I, I lent them the game, and I'm pretty sure it was Ben that got through to the end. What? Did he just leave it on pause for two weeks or something? No idea. That is incredible. I'm gonna have to ask him about that. That is like, that is the Dark Souls of its time. But maybe I, I got harder. close to the end, uh, but not as far as he did. He got further than me. Wow. Well, finishing it. That's well. Okay. So they've got that. They've got Lobo, which I didn't even look at what it was, to be completely honest. And same with Wario Woods. Yep. Yeah, correct. And they also have Dr. Mario and Metroid again, but with the SP stamp. So I think that usually means you have like all this crazy stuff that you can play through it with, like all your upgrades and is this kind of cool thing that they're doing with re-releasing games they've already released mm -hmm. but for people who just want to jump in overpowered and just like blaze through it yep so having said that what do you reckon the uh, nintendo ah you're a nintendo yep. yep i had to give it to playstation plus because they've released all three games i was interested in downloading nice so yeah good one yep and nintendo I like that they're in no, this they, they, kind of they every month. Jumped now. in there this month, yeah. Well done, well done them. That was that was good. Yeah. yeah no, I'm I'm stoked that Ninja yeah. Gaiden's on. I can't wait to download it. I just I just want Tetris. 
because the Nintendo Entertainment System Tetris is the official competition one. Ah, uh, yeah. Yep. So I want to, I want to play that so bad. So every month I'm like, and the new games around. I'm like Tetris. Oh, Lobo, thanks. Um, anyway, that was the Fool Out Award. Now let's jump into some games we've been playing, which I don't know if there's a lot for you, Callan. Red Dead Online. Oh, yeah, of course. We haven't wow. talked about that. Yep. No, we haven't. Wow, yeah, that's so let's, go over, let's go over it real quick because we are pressed for time today. So let's, uh, let's go over it real quick. It's pretty much an online component of uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. There's yep. about 25, 30 people server. Uh, there is a there is a story attached, so you sort of get broken out of a of jail, and then um, you meet some people, and they're like, "Hey, you know, do these jobs for us, sort of thing," because we helped get you out, sort of thing. So you're pretty much doing jobs for them. Your jobs are pretty much, you know, you can do it solo or with mates. It's better with mates. It's a lot easier with mates. Yep, yep. You got your usual steal a horse and cart take out gangs and hideouts and things like that. You can customize your character a lot, like clothes, etc. There's a lot of clothes. I know you're really excited about all the clothes in it. I was, except I got an outfit I like now, and then I feel good and done with that. You can make your own posse. So you can have up to, I think, seven people in your posse, which we had running around one night, which was pretty fun. Yes. Yep. I think, that, get I think that's camp. a quirky throwback to like the Magnificent Seven or something like that. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, there are. You obviously ran into other players out there. There are griefers such as myself that will run out and shoot your horse. Yes, quite hardcore. Yeah, I don't know if there are any griefers out there quite like yourself, to be honest. But there are other griefers who, one day, yeah, look up you to die. You. you die very quick. Pretty much one bullet can kill you in this. Yes, no matter kind of what your level or what you're wearing. It's if you get a headshot, it's an immediate kill, which feels great to do. Not so great to receive. No. Uh, also, a lot of the items in the game are tied to levels. So, for example, the fishing rod, which I wanted straight away, is tied to rank 14, which is a pain in the ass because all I wanted to yes. do was just go fishing. And also, a lot of the items are quite expensive, but Rockstar are addressing this and they're bringing down the prices across the board. So that's quite yep. good because it was like something ridiculous for a fishing rod even, like... 60 70 dollars and like you only get like five dollars a mission so you know yeah and they're changing how much you get for all the missions as well so i think they're yeah doing a little bit of a yeah all that. it's a beta they, they'll change numbers and things so that that's all good of course but i we think, should have mentioned that I think the most fun we've had not the open world part but the random multiplayer mode that we we jumped into yeah the uh showdown mode so there's like big showdown and then like just medium showdown which just changes the amount of people and what kind of modes you can have and mm. there are some really fun creative ones in there that yeah we've just had so much fun with De determining uh what you kill with which weapon you kill with is how many points you get so your normal pistol will get you one point for a kill but if you take someone out with a hatchet you get like six points a kill so we came up with a strategy of run out with our hatchet straight away try and get some cheaper kills and then switch to our rifles and sit back in camp in a spot and hopefully no one can catch up because they can't kill you with their hatchet Correct. We are the worst. Yes. Yes, we are. But it was... <laughs> uh, there's but the, it's fun. You've also got your old uh, Capture the Point map as well. 
Yep, that was cool. And there's a there's a battle royale in there, which is yeah, pretty cool. With like, like just bows or just knives with like 15 people, which is kind of funny. Yep. And the level slowly gets smaller, just like the rings in, in you know, PUBG or Fortnite or whatever. Yep. So that was an interesting way. But instead of making it 100 players, yeah, they just put it like 15. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's really cool. It's a good little online mode. I'm excited to see what it will be like in 12, 24 months time. Like what has expanded into the game yeah i can't wait i'm i'm i've heard whispers of just not rumors but just people hoping and i'm really jumping on board with these of instead of like an undead nightmare making a huge dlc for a steampunk world so they can still do crazy weird stuff but outside of the fantasy realm they're using steampunk instead which fits with the date and time but then they can go crazy and make like you know, anything, yeah. mechs, flying machines, weird guns, flying balloons, strange armor for your horse, really cool outfit. I don't know, like steampunk, you can kind of go nuts and still keep it in that sort of Western theme, which I, I think is the only way they can go really crazy like they have in GTA Five, outside of doing something like Undead Nightmare 2, where you can just go crazy with fantasy and yeah. bring in... Uh, look. Pegasus yeah. and flying things. Yeah we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, it's it's been a bit of fun, the old uh, Red Dead Online. Well, there was one more game I jumped into, actually, I should mention really quickly, was Beat Saber. Oh, yes. The PSVR. Um, oh, my God. I think that is my most favorite VR game ever. It's uh, the last episode it's the game it was Astro Bot. It was. VR just keeps, keeps killing it, man. These guys are like, it's getting more and more worth buying a VR set every week because it just keeps like astrobot and beat saber are both the best vr games out and they've come out in the last months and this thing's been out what a year and a half yeah. mm. um beat saber is like i don't know if you guys have seen anything it's kind of a um a rhythm game where blocks are coming at you two different colors and you have you use the move controllers and they're both lightsabers and you slice the different colored blocks with the right lightsaber in the right direction in time with the music it's that simple and it just feels and looks awesome it's it's kind of the most vr game from like if you imagined how they imagined vr back in the 80s and 90s when they were looking to the future this is what they were seeing like this kind of game it's the most sort of fantasy vr game i've ever played you feel like you're in that future i feel like i want to go and tell 10 year old Carl, like dude just wait until 2018 it's gonna be so cool um my mom had a go she came here for her birthday oh yeah how's that it's that simple like she loved it she was at first going like i don't know what to do ah these two lightsabers are like zapping my hands and because you know they were set on rumble and then she started cutting the things and it's just so intuitive it's kind of the next most intuitive thing you can just throw on a parent since we tennis nice and she just had the best time. My girlfriend's been playing it. She's been walking in here saying like, oh, can I play Beat Saber? Because I just need to like work up a sweat and then go work out of it. You know, it's, it's a game that actually encourages you to do cardio. You get more points the more you move your hands and arms. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Nice. Highly recommend. Very cool. All right. So um, that's the games we've been playing mostly. Did you jump into anything else really? Or oh, just a review game. Yes. Speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, finally here, our review for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate.
right, uh, this game, developed by Bandai Namco, published by Nintendo. I guess the gist is it's an epic Nintendo crossover fighter. There's yes. a bajillion characters. What is the number? Uh, 70... 73 or 4, depending on how you number some characters, I think. Yeah, because there's the Shadow Fighters as well, which are very similar. It's, it's yeah, it's over 70 characters. It's every character that's ever been in a Smash Brothers game and more. There's over 180 stages, mm, I want to say. There's 100 and something stages, but then you can turn them all into Battlefield and Omega stages, meaning platforms and then no platforms. And um, that puts your total over 300 stages then. That's a lot of stages. Uh, so it's a very big Smash Brothers with a whole lot of content. That's basically the gist of the Pretty much, game. yeah. It's a, uh, um, it's a, a brawler fighter game where you've got to try and knock each other off, off the level, pretty much. That's basically Smash Brothers. And that is just like, even all that is just scratching at the surface. This game is so big. There's so much to yeah, do in there's, it. There's a lot to do. There's like, well, unlocking the fighters for starters, you start with eight fighters. The original eight from Smash Brothers one back on the Nintendo sixty four. A very and, cool touch. And I then must say. you pretty much unlock fighters from either doing the story mode or by just playing the game. And every ten minutes, you'll unlock a new fighter. Pretty much, I think it's about that time. Yep, uh, and then yep. new challenge will appear. You got to fight them in a battle. You beat them. They join the roster. So it takes a little bit to get all the characters in there, but once you get in there, the screen is just filled with characters. It's a little overwhelming. It's nuts. Sometimes I unlock a new character, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go use this character, and it takes me two minutes to yeah, find on, them. On the big, on the big screen. In the character selection yeah, screen. It's, uh, oh. I'm like, where is he? What is yeah, he? It's, yeah. It's, and there's, I love that there's a mode for, like, I got to go into this review saying I was not uh, a Smash fan kind of at all i only ever jumped into smash just to see all the cool stuff and be like wow look at that you know cloud is fighting mario cool okay i'm out now and that's all i ever did but there's there's a mode for everyone in this like there's so there's smash mode where you just go in and fight there's like you know the tournaments in that and then special smash and squad strike where you're doing three on three or five on three and then there's classic mode where you pick a character and you do six fights and then you yep. fight a boss and you win and then there's you know online there's mob smash where you're fighting as many characters as you can like a yeah horde. that's interesting then there's the, yeah then there's the whole spirit stuff which which is new to this one and at first extremely overwhelming but as soon yeah well then then there's the world of light like so there's two different things you go into world of light or you go into spirit board and world of light is kind of like the campaign and these spirits are like a whole other aspect there's all these there's over 70 fighters but then there's over a thousand spirits to collect and most of those have a use in the adventure mode where they help you you sort of equip them and they help you with like I don't know, you go faster or yeah, jump you higher. Put, like or, different you know, spirits you with can... different abilities, really. So you can block fog on a stage. Let's say it's a foggy stage. Or it, it, there might be lava on the stage, but you can get one that makes you immune from lava on the ground and things like that. So you mix and match depending on what the fight's going to be that you're going to do. Yeah. And there's like a rock, paper, scissors thing happening as well because you have like a main spirit and then like one to three 
sort of sub spirits and they're the ones that help you with those little extra things but your main spirit is like adds power to you and makes you like either a sword a shield or a grab mode type thing and you fight another enemy and they'll be like they'll be a sword so you switch yourself to shield so you can you know counter them i don't know there's so much in there and it's so much fun it's, once you get into it lengthy and too I, like it's not a short campaign mode like there is yes. over 20 hours of of playthrough here in this thing yeah just in this bit and and the the world map they get you to traverse through is like it's just the world map but it's so charming and fun to unlock and see what's in there my, my favorite thing is though how direction every spirit that you collect is a character from a video game right so it could be like a random one like a goomba or it could be like boss from uh snake eater or it could be like the balloon kids they've all got a character associated with each spirit and but then when you go into yes. these battles to win these, get these spirits, like fight these spirits or whatever, they, there's a yep. theme or, or it's tied into the characters that they're representing. For example, Balloon Kids, um, you go in there and you're on the Balloon Kids stage, but you're fighting four times the villager character that's in the game. So they use the normal Smash Bros. roster to represent different things. So they've got villager and his up yep. b move he floats up on balloons and that's all they do they just fly up in the air on balloons all the time and you look yeah, at it and you're like so i love that balloon kids that's hilarious yeah they they really nail it and it's so cool that with their 70 plus characters and all the like uh, items and upgrades that you can get within a fight I love the creativity of them using, they have so many different combinations that they can just kind of create any character that they have from the past, like over a thousand characters mm -hmm. they're, they're sort of representing here. And, you know, at very first glance, you think, oh, this is just a, a cheap, silly way of, but it's really, it's like, so I almost rather this. It's so super charming and funny and sometimes kind of like hearing well, a cool cover I, from a band. I sort of you know, associate it with song. when you're a kid and you just come up with games of things like, hey, I'm in my big fort, but it's just a few trees and stuff. But you, you know, this is my fort, you know, and you're representing it as a fort or, or, you know, this is, this is my sword, yeah. but you just got a stick, yeah, yeah, but you're representing that, that stick as a sword. It's kind of like this, that you've got like balloon kids, but they're, they're the villager character just floating around on balloons. Yeah, like it's so much exactly like that, like just a big collection of action figures and you're just using what you have, you know, like I was going to say it, it, a lot of the fights, they feel like when you're hearing a cover song of a song you love and it takes you a while to know like, what is, oh, it's that song. Cool. And yep. every fight is kind of like that. You go in going like, I don't, oh, oh, I see what they're doing here. And it's just this like little spark of joy and it's kind of its own tiny puzzle where you figure it out real quickly, but it feels, it feels yeah. fun and good to guess and go like, Oh, like when you're fighting a chain chomp and it's metal Pac-Man, like it's so cool. And you're like, Oh wow. Um, and like, I mean, we won't say too many of them just cause that's half the fun of it. But I have to say this one that, um, uh, Melvick's friend Dylan was playing. I think it was him. Jeez, I hope it was him. If it's one of the other guys in the group, sorry, everyone. Uh, but he was unlocking Princess Zelda from the Breath of the Wild ones. And he, he jumped in and he had to fight Donkey Kong, Zero Suit Samus, Falco, and an Inkling. 
and that's because yes. it was the yeah, four I've heroes. just up to near there. So I've done the, I think, the Donkey Kong one by himself. Yeah. Oh, it's just, just so clever. And not only that, but so once you have these spirits, each of them sort of have a, um, a little perk that they can give you and things like that. And a lot of the perks represent the characters well. One of my favorites that I showed Callan was the the Paz, um, Ortega. I don't know. What's how do you even say that name? Paz from um from Metal Gear Solid. Anyway, her her quirk is that she has a bomb omb. She lets you have yep. a bomb omb equipped at the start of a fight, which is, I I mean, it's hilarious, but it's also a bit dark because her character in Metal Gear has a bomb stitched inside of her body that's kind of set off to go to try and kill snake or whatever and she it's a whole thing but it's just so clever that in, you know to represent that and just to say like kind of a shout out and saying like we know who this character is and here's the memory yeah. you have of her she will give you a bomb omp in every fight and i just thought like it's so clever and like there's so mm. much of that in here to discover some of them are just kind of throwaways but most are just really charming clever thought out yeah little things like that like not yeah, it's, it's a great mode the but then the other mode we've also got is the online mode so you can uh, go online and yes. do either quick play or arenas. So quick play is when you just get matched up against a random person or people. You set a preferred rule set. Uh, for example, 1v1, 4v4, free-for-all teams, uh, items on or off, what stages are available, time limits, stock battle, all these sorts of things. And... Then you hit yep. your preferred rules and you hit go. And then I generally select 1v1, three stock, seven minutes, no items. And then I get put into a 4v4 items on uh, stage morphing thing. I don't know. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, so the, the, yeah. that was a bit annoying. I, I'd like the matchmaking is very quick, but I'd rather wait a little longer so I can fight someone with my yes. preferred rules. I wouldn't mind waiting another minute for a fight if I get into a one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. And that's tied to a a global smash power, which is like a, a ranking system. And my rank tanked a bunch of times because I kept ending up in 4v4s and getting walloped. Uh, so, uh, yes, because yeah, that's I, I think it needs mode. to be tweaked a bit. I think, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, it needs work. There's work Look, coming. I, I so would be happy if they added there. a third we'll, option, we'll next which they had in Smash 4, and I don't know why they took this away. It was called Full Glory, and you just click Full Glory, and it would put you on a Omega stage with uh, two stock, I think five minutes, um, a stock battle 1v1, so just the most purest sort of form of Smash. I just like that button back, back so I could just hit that every time. I know exactly what I'm going to get every single time. Yeah, that'd be fun. I haven't yep. actually jumped on online by yeah. myself, well, only in I'm a group. In, yeah, um, well, we've been doing that in the arenas. Really so fun. then if you want to play with mates, you generally create this thing called an arena. Again, you set your own rules and stuff. People come in and then... So we've had four players sort of playing most nights. And now we're just doing four-player free-for-all style battles. Uh, it, it, Yeah, it's, it's, it's been yeah, fun. I, really I, cool the only one. thing I that annoys me a little about this is... I'm messaging you through Facebook like, hey, I've got an arena open. Why can't I just message you directly on the Switch when you're online? Like a little notification pops up like, Callan's open arena, come join him or whatever. Like I really would have liked that. 
rather than having to individually yeah, just, message people and yeah, and, th- and things like that. So, yeah. Yeah, I I don't know why you can't even just send, even like not even just Callan's setup in Arena, just you being able to type something with a perfectly good touch screen and just say, "Hey, what are you doing?" Or "Oi, come join me." Yeah, yeah. Or stop Fight being scared. Me, you know, like. Fight but me. it just pops up just like the Xbox One has. Yeah, you got some. Oh, and for, for those playing at home, I did know, beat Carl in our one on one. So. I don't know about that. I think you beat no. me in the first fight, and I beat you in the very second one, which, which seemed. I, seemed I'll, kind I've of also weird. beaten his brothers oh, too at so. numerous times. Sorry. Wow. Don't do that. I I actually like fighting um, Melvick a lot. We'll have to have a real tournament. Yes. Yep. I like watching Melvick Whoa. pummel you as well. It's it's a lot of fun. Yep. Whoa. Whoa. Also. Still no Final Fantasy VIII to be found anywhere in the world. Yep. So, <laughs> I'm a, <laughs> come on, guys. I don't think anyone squad. really cares. We get Joker put in Final as a Fantasy DLC VIII. character. Tell me it wasn't a dream. But yeah, um, yeah. Look, it's it's a, it's a great yes, game. I, I I'm absolutely true. loving it. I've played a lot. I'm going to keep playing a lot. Um, I'm looking. I was going to actually enter a tournament this weekend in person, but I can't due to other things i have to do so i miss out this weekend but i'm going to look at doing that over the next couple of months and see how i go at an actual tournament bit of pressure wow okay yeah holy moly that's gonna be cool you better like at least get some pictures or some filming or something happening with that look i hope to at least just beat one person i hope so as well if not please don't wear a game train shirt i'll wear my lyrical shirt don't you dare wear a lyrical shirt. <laughs> and and I'll, I'll call myself the lyrical. That's my little name tag there. Wow. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, so, so what did you end up scoring this game? How did you find this experience for you? You know, one thing I have to mention before jumping into the score, and Melvick helped me find it, and that was the controls are completely customizable, which... I had a little bit of trouble finding it first because it doesn't look like you can sort of click into it once you choose which, which type of controller you want to use. You can go right in there. And I had a terrible time actually playing. I loved unlocking and I loved finding all the things, but I was just not enjoying my time as I never have really in any Smash game. Just because it's, one, it's a bit overly chaotic for me. And two, I just don't get the idea of every time you play any Nintendo game in the last 30 years, jump is b and attack is y and then in this they've switched it like in any smash game but jump is y and attack is b and that just does something to my muscle memory that makes me just not have a good time and i was nearly gonna just say like i'm just gonna unlock everything and leave i'm not really having a good time and then melvick just said oh here you can change it right here and it was a complete game changer and i went from not enjoying it to like some of the most fun I've had all year in a game just because jump is now B and it felt right. So that really saved me. So if anyone has that kind of weird thing or if I'm the only person on earth, then sorry. But uh, after that happened, this whole game turned around because it was not only like a whole bunch of amazing nods and faithful nostalgia, but it was also like really, really fun and crazy. I give this a 9.5. Wow. I, um, yeah, I was extremely impressed. The presentation, the music, which we didn't even get into, is incredible. Mm-hmm. There's like 
it's just nuts. I, we could go on for so long about this, but yeah, I, I have had and am having a wonderful time. And I think I'll jump into this almost as much as probably, you know, Mario Kart, just something that exists there always that sometimes me and some mates will just go, you want to play some Smash? Yep, let's do it. Jump in, have a laugh. Yep. Excellent, excellent Switch game. Yep. Yeah, look, I think this is a truly amazing package. It goes up there with the other Switch classics like Mario Kart 8 and Zelda in terms of your must-haves now if you have a Switch. Um, you know, I love that yep. every character is there because every time one of these games comes out, you can feel the anxiety and the tension like, oh, gosh, is uh, is Cloud going to make it back in or, oh, gosh, is this character going to be in it or whatever? Everyone is here. It is so, it is so good. Oh, man. Is okay. Okay. It is amazing that everyone is there. It's so good. Plus more. And, and before we before we finish all... Oh, sorry. Did you even give me no, your score? I'm giving my well, final spiel, sir. Oh, sorry. Sit sorry. down. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm being messed around right now with a lot of people communicating my head is at four yep. different places okay. i'm so sorry uh, i'll try and get back on my train of thought now um yeah so having every character there pretty much all the stages i don't think every stage made it across i think maybe a couple are missing for reasons but oh yeah yeah um but what an incredible package for a game the only thing that lets me down in this game from giving it like i'm almost would have liked to have given it a, a 10 off the bat yeah but yeah it's the online thing. Having my having my rank tank because I set preferred options and it threw me into 4v4s and I can't leave once I'm in the game because then I get banned for like 30 minutes. Um, sucked. Big time. I can't wait for them to fix this because I think I'd have to reevaluate my score. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'll give it a nine point five as well. It just loses out on that last bit. I know, right? Just that last bit from that um the online and and things like that. And but we can go into other things about Nintendo Online, but we're not going to go through that at the moment. But it, I just feel like they're online. They they need to nail this. That's I've looked online. This is where most of the complaints are coming from, and not just from anyone, like the big pro streamers as well, like Zero and Leffen have been like posting on Twitter about this and, and all this saying like, what gives like, you know, these are pro players getting put into like 4v4 item matches and they're like, what? Oh, <laughs> so no. yeah, it's uh yeah, inter interesting times, but it's a fantastic game. If you have a Switch, go get this game. It's one of those must have Switch games. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great game. Yeah, and even if you're not really a fan, like I wasn't, if you're just a fan of Nintendo in general, this is just a really cool sort of little museum to have yeah. with you, filled with very faithful, and you know, it's not just like nostalgia for nostalgia's sake. They're really putting a lot of work into each piece of history of, of that world, and now even more with like other games in it. You know, it's not even a Nintendo collection. It goes right back to Pong. There's a lot of stuff in there. Um, and yeah, before we drop the whole thing, who would you like or who are you hoping for for a new DLC fighter? They've told us not to expect it. You know, it's really random. Now that we've seen Joker jump in there, Geralt. we kind of know. Geralt. Because uh, uh, even right just quickly, Calum Smith, one of our listeners, wrote in the other day, uh, we're, we're discussing between Soul Calibur 6 and Smash, and he kept saying Soul Calibur 6 is better because Geralt is in it. 
And then he oh, came up with this great theory on how Geralt would destroy Pikachu in a fight. Oh, yes. Okay. You know, uh, using yeah. all of his different, like, um, oh, what is it, like, Ard and... Um, oh, oh, that that was me. That was you? He said Geralt would win, yeah. and I wrote, how? <laughs> yeah, and, um, yeah, it was uh yeah interesting little discussion there. Uh, I'd like Geralt in there just so we could see Pikachu absolutely destroy Geralt on the main stage. All right. Well, that means you use Geralt and I use Pikachu, and then we'll see what happens. I just jump off the edge. <laughs> wow, I'll jump off faster. Uh, how about you? Um, uh, I, I think I've said mine to a bunch of our friends already, but I really want to see a worm from Team 17's worm franchise, a worm's Armageddon, and I think it... It writes itself, you know, your different costumes would be the different hats and they'd have different accents. Your recovery would be the ninja rope. Your smash special would be the, uh, you know, holy hand grenade. And, you know, they'd have items in there and they could be a super sheep or one of those big donkey things. And the levels that you come, that you get with the characters kind of speak for themselves because the worms levels look like smash levels anyway. I think a worm would be a lot of fun. Very cool. But yeah, so... That's it, guys. That was Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Okay, let's jump right into games of our lives. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the games, games of, of our lives. lives. This is going to be a real quick one. We're running real out of time right now uh, this time we're doing xbox one we are really catching up to the end of the uh the timeline of video games and the current we're up to the current generation now so games of our lives what has been your favorite xbox one experience so far Callan? it's fallout 76 the correct answer i think it might be do we just <laughs> no uh it is uh oh, wow yeah i could Go through some of a bunch of the games, but let's just go straight up there. We've got either Forza, Red Dead, or Witcher 3. Mm, wow. Red Dead just only because of this. Only because I finished it, not Witcher 3. I've not done the DLC on Witcher 3 or even finished the main story yep. yet. I might have to reassess when I finish all that. That might change. But at the moment, I think Red Dead Redemption 2 gets it just because it was just a phenomenal yep. game um forza is very very close as well i've had a lot of fun with that how about you that is so i had red dead redemption 2 here um as as a like a a shout out that game was one of my favorite games i've played this generation bar none but not because it was fun i wonder if that makes sense but you know like it, it was like this amazing piece of technology the story was beautiful the whole thing was like amazing to to run through and and see all these things happening with the weather system and the lighting and blah blah blah, and interacting and like that game is incredible but for actual enjoyment i had sunset overdrive like the actual minute to minute gameplay so those two for two different reasons and i just couldn't choose one so um Sunset Overdrive over Forza, yeah, like over the Witcher yeah, for, three. For the fun, absolutely. Like the the minute to minute gameplay of 
jumping from one side of the whole city to the other without ever touching the ground, the complete fluid way that the controlling of that game worked and just the crazy outfits, the like the words and the explosions and how quirky and that game shouldn't have been as good as it was. And it was just, well, it's, it really it's not. is. I really love that. Game. Um, <laughs> I just, well, I just, I just didn't get it when I played. I was like, eh, it's okay. Yeah. Well, when I played it, it was maybe the best by far and only thing to play on an Xbox one. So I like really dove in there. Yeah. It was a launch title. It was wasn't either it? Launch, I think it was, it was either launch or like at least first week or two. And so there was nothing else. And it was kind of like old school when you're young and you get given a game and you play the shit out of it because it's the only game you have and you learn to love it so much and you you know you finished it and i don't know some people would have done that with some old school weird games that we don't like now but it's it's all you get you know like say you got mortal kombat 4 on nintendo 64 you know <laughs> and that's all you have and you learn every move and every fatality and you think it's the greatest game and then later you're like oh that was a pile of poop but so i don't yeah. know if it's that but i just Sunset Overdrive was one of the games from this generation that in actual like fun and enjoyment. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, that was Games of Our Lives, which takes us straight into our passenger queries. And we have one sent into our uh, th- via our website, which is like the easiest way to ask questions, but no one's doing it except this awesome dude. And you just have to go to gametrainpodcast.com and there's a big old question uh, button there that says, you know, ask us something, click it, and mm-hmm. go for gold. Exactly. And uh, remember, always you can find us at uh, facebook.com slash Podcast, Instagram at GameTrainPodcast. Uh, we're also on Twitch at GameTrainTalk. And, you know, if you are listening to this on iTunes or et cetera, please leave us a review on iTunes. That all really helps us as well. This is one we're going to keep pushing from yes, now on. Yes, please. But, uh, yes, every review helps on iTunes. So thank you very much for everyone that has so far, um, but please jump in there and help out. So the question from a passenger this week is Callum Smith again, and you can do this one, Carl, real quick. He said, hi guys, my question is the big one. If you had the power to create your own video game from any genre or any platform, what would it be and why? Jesus, that's a big question. Um, what would it be and why? Ah, that's an that's an interesting extra bit too. Uh, let me see. Create, geez, I don't even... See, I wasn't even aware of the question. I was like, yep, just ask me in the episode and I'll give you an answer. But I probably should have researched that. That's hilarious that you said that to me and it's like one of the hardest questions. I thought it'd be like, do you like Mario or Sonic? You know, like, um, wow. Okay. Do you have an answer? Because you could tell me yours while while I put something together in my brain. Gosh, off the top of my head, no. I mean, um, I guess no, it would have to no. be. No, I, I have no idea. It's, it's a huge yeah, question. It would have to um, be like an open world RPG like The Witcher or something like that because they're the ones that are just like the ones you spend the most time in. Um, but you'd also have to be able to play it with friends or not with friends. Yeah, and I. But it doesn't matter on the choice of having your friends in there or not. But it should also be on the Switch, but look as good as Red Dead yes, Redemption. Yes, exactly. Too. And you should also be able to swing around like <laughs> Spider-Man everywhere. Um, with friends or not with friends, depending. Of course. So let's. And it's got to have a really deep, strong lore to it, like big, strong, oh, yeah. evolving story. Centuries and centuries. And that always keeps. And a great antagonist, a fantastic antagonist. Yes, of course. Yep. Like so. So 
like a uh, like a revolver ocelot sort of character. So revolver ocelot Dutch is the bad guy, and Spider Man Geralt yeah. is the main dude, and the world is okay. cyberpunk. I think it's just cyberpunk with Spider Man and, and and the good bad guy. With, with medieval castles because who doesn't like a castle but I can play with friends through the story or not with friends and I can grief randoms and the music has to be all the music from Bioshock Infinite cool <laughs> okay so what would we call this game we call this game the collection we call it the game just in like <laughs> <laughs> game game of game no, we call it game of the year like that's the name and we just <laughs> D-O-T-Y, like just big, huge capitals. We make it mean like stand for something else, like uh, good old top, yay. I don't know. I don't have much <laughs> Good old adventurous times. Game of know. a year. Yeah. Our time. Oh, wait. I, oh, I, I spelled out goat, <laughs> meaning the greatest of all time. Oh, right. But yeah, so our game would be called Goatee, and that's what... That's what it would be. Thanks for asking. I'm, I'm so glad we had a really nice, solid, professional answer for you. You know? Yeah, and I know. Anyone right. out there wants really good professional answers from us, ask us questions, and yep, you'll get nothing but the best from Game Train. Yeah, and speaking of train, we should just roll into the last trains now. Let's do that. Let's do our trains. Let's start with the lame train. Yeah, mine is having to use Xbox chat to talk to friends while playing Smash Brothers on my Nintendo Switch. A hundred percent. That is a very good one. And even if people think we have used it before or it's overused, that can continue to count as a lame train until it's fixed, In as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, um, I refuse to use Nintendo's app on my mobile phone. I'll use the superior um, Xbox Live chat for the moment. Thank you very much. At least our Xboxes are still getting used, right? <laughs> Yeah, and also, this is even funnier, um, I was using Discord to play with someone the other day, uh, one of the inconsolables, Paul, yeah. um, we jumped on, had a few games, and we were laughing how we were using our phones for Discord and not the Nintendo app. Oh, wow. Nintendo must yeah, be angry so there that. you go. Nintendo, please just release a controller where I can just plug my microphone in. I don't care after spending another 70 bucks on the control. I just want to be able to talk to my friends that way just by plugging a mic into the controller and making a party on the system. Yep. Please. Call it the um, the Pro Hindsight controller or something. Um, yeah, exactly. How about you? What's your lame train? My lame train is Callum, Callum Spammers in um, Smash Brothers and Red Dead Online. Melvick does the exact same thing, mate. Oh, not like you do. You have a way. Yours is special. And you could ask anyone that has played with you. There's a flavor and which which adds a sense of pride when we finally beat you. So it's good. You're like the best antagonist in our group. Because it's like, oh, here comes Callan. Goodness, I hope I can beat him. And then when you win, it's like, damn it, with that fire thing. And then if we beat you anyway, it feels really cool. Like we've beaten a you know, Dark Souls boss, that's like impossible, but you still just found a way and you just like niggled your way in there until you win. And yeah, so I guess it's my love train as well. <laughs> wow. No, okay. so, so that's, uh, that's my lame train, Callan Spammers. <laughs> what is your love train, Callan? Okay, so I bought a book, a Super Smash Brothers Ultimate book. Oh, yes, of course. It is 
beautiful. I love this thing. It's 400 and something pages, got every character in there, all their moves, etc. It's this beautiful hardcover book, sits on my coffee table. It just looks glorious. It's great. Like, Does it- yeah, it's a great keep keepsake from the game does it have like a history of each of the characters and where they came from as well uh it has a blurb on each of the characters etc um really and nice. it doesn't really have much on the adventure mode it just has the maps from the adventure mode it doesn't have all the uh you know spirits. all the spirits and stuff which would have been kind of cool to have but you know yeah, a big book though if it had a thousand spirits in it uh yes yeah well it's already 400 and something pages at the moment but it's just great to just have there and every now and then i'll be like oh what's this move do you know like when playing peach and she throws toad around yeah i'll flip to the peach page rather than googling it or whatever and go oh yeah cool that's what it says but it's got all like proper information like you know even some of the frame data and things on some of the moves and stuff is in there and which is kind of interesting wow doesn't have any of the combos etc but how much was if it? I want to find all that. I'll go online. Uh, I was like sixty bucks. That sounds really cool. That's that's like it's. Own it's just a pieces. nice, solid book. So yeah, I really, li- I really like the book. Nice, nice one. That's a very good one. Um, my love train is PSVR not giving up and continuing to bring really awesome experiences. I, yep. I really like that because I mean, I've got a PSVR and a lot of early buyers of that like. Like myself, I kind of I wasn't like uh, at launch, but quite early in the game, I bought one just because it looked fantastic, and it was really awesome. And then it kind of went into this drought, and we're like, "Oh damn, was it a thing they tried and they just uh, they're giving up?" But they're really not. They're like clamoring to make this thing amazing. And now more than ever, there's so many games. Like Callan was just saying, I just said like, "Wow, Beat Saber is my favorite," and he's like, "Wasn't Astro Boy?" Astro Boy, Astro Bot, your favorite last tattoo in your arm last episode, and I was like, "Yeah." It was, and you know, it continues to add more. Like Moss came out, and that was fantastic. There's, there's a lot of really awesome reasons to have PSVR, and it's a lot of fun to play with friends that come over and watch people sort of be amazed, especially non-gamers. So that is my love train this episode. Um, let's nice. go to the hype train. Hype train. Oh. All right, Callan, hit us with your hype train. Joker and Smash. Nice. Very good. My hype train is the continuous evolution of the open world. Um, and in brackets here, I have, you know, CD Projekt Red's um, Cyberpunk 2077 because of how that looks as a game and what, what it's doing to the open world is like adding this whole new element on top of what Red Dead has already just added. And with things like the storytelling and the world creation of Red Dead and the traversal of Spider-Man, it just seems like this genre continues to grow in ways that we don't always expect, but it's just looking richer and more amazing, and I can't wait to see where it goes. That's my hype train. Very nice. All right. Well, guys, that brings us to the end of Game Train episode 52. Thank you so, so much for hanging out. Uh, Is there anything else you wanted to add, Callum? Yeah, uh, Kingdom Hearts, why release the intro for your new game online? I don't understand why you guys keep doing this. Oh my god, that is so right. Kingdom Hearts, just stop it. You've already beaten Mario for the most spoilers before your game comes out, released by your own selves. I don't even have my, we could review it now, you know? I feel yeah. like I've played it. Yeah, but no, uh, yeah, I've got nothing else. I just, I was just thinking of that before and thought it was just ridiculous. Yeah, right. All right. Anyway, guys, my name is Carl. 
I'm Callan. And this has been Game Train. <laughs>